Well, hey everybody, Pastor Steve here. Today we are in the last chapter of the book of Acts, chapter 28. I hope you've really enjoyed reading uh, the story of the early years of the church, um, especially you know what happened in Jerusalem, and then the expansion of the church uh, in, in the Middle East and over into Asia, what we would think of today as Eastern Europe. You know Turkey and and Greece and and and, and Rome even. Um, I wish we were told, as I said the other day, more about how the gospel spread to the south, to Africa, and and to the east, out toward India and all that. But but this is the record we have, and I'm blessed by it, and I hope you have been as well. Um, the story ends with the Apostle Paul under house arrest in Rome. Um, a lot of freedom. He could receive guests. He was well treated, but he was in chains, guarded by a soldier, so he couldn't go. He was under house arrest, if you will. I wish we knew. I wish we had been told we knew what happened to the Apostle Paul. Did he get out of prison and continue? What happened? We don't know. No one knows except those in heaven. We don't know. Now, some believe that Paul was probably executed at the end of those two years. Others believe that he was released and did some more missionary ministry and then was re-arrested uh, or arrested again, I guess I should say, and uh, then executed. That's the camp I'm in. There, there, there's nothing definitive, but for me, there are little hints or clues in the New Testament as, long, as well as some, some of the writings of the uh, traditions of the early church that lead me to conclude, I can't say it definitively, it's just an opinion that I think Paul probably was released after this two years and then was later arrested during the reign of crazy Nero and executed in Rome. But who knows? I wish I look forward to finding out the answer to that and other things when we, when we get to heaven. I also want you to note Paul's ordeal. After he was beaten by the mob in Jerusalem and then you know, rescued slash arrested by the Romans, taken to Caesarea, he spent two years minimum, maybe a little bit more, but at least two years uh, in jail in Caesarea. Then he had the journey to Rome by ship, which included that storm, and, and in chapter 28, spent at least three months on the island of Malta. So two plus years in Caesarea, three plus months, the journey to Rome, okay? Uh, probably four or five months. And then two years, we read about it to end of chapter 28, two years in prison under house arrest in Rome. So four and a half years, Maybe a little more. Four and a half years. This was a long ordeal. So when you read this in these chapters, four and a half years of his life for God to get him to Rome so he could be a witness to the Roman officials in that city. See, sometimes God's plan, when it unfolds, uh, there's hardships along the way. Sometimes when God's plan unfolds, it takes time. You and I are so used to everything happening quickly. Not everything in God's kingdom, in God's economy, happens quickly. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. And this was a case where it doesn't. Now, something else that spoke to me is the very last verse, verse 31. Um, well, if you just start at verse 30, that he stayed, Paul stayed two full years 
in his own rented quarters. He had to pay, think about that, he had to pay for the place under which he was house arrest. In his own rented quarters and was welcoming all who came to him, preaching the kingdom of God and teaching concerning the Lord Jesus Christ with all openness unhindered. New American Standard Translation, unhindered. The, the let's see here in my notes, the NIV and the ESV and the HCSB translation say without hindrance. The King James and the New King James says no man or no one forbidding him. And the New Living Translation, no one tried to stop him. In the Greek text, not our English translations, but in the actual Greek manuscript of the New Testament, of the book of Acts, of this verse, the very last word in the Greek text is the word translated here as unhindered, without hindrance. I've always loved that image, the idea that all the obstacles the church faced the Apostle Paul faced, the early followers of Christ faced, even martyrdom, shipwreck, um, lies and distortions, physical abuse, all those obstacles, none of them stopped the gospel. It's the reason the Apostle Paul, listen to this, in the letter he wrote to the church at Rome, in the very place where he's under house arrest, preaching the gospel unhindered. In that very letter, Romans chapter one, verse 16, Paul wrote, I am not, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to salvation for those who believe. Preach the gospel unhindered. We get so afraid in America that oh, the church is gonna die. Nobody will get saved. All the opposition, all the cultural sin, all the stuff out there. I'm telling you, there's nothing in America that can stop God except you and me never sharing the gospel. And then, if we did that, God would raise up somebody to take our place who would have the faith and the boldness to share the gospel. God will always have a people. God will always have a witness. And you and me, I'd rather be part of what God is doing than somebody God puts on the shelf because I don't want to do what God tells me to do. What about you? Un. Hinder. Praise be the name of the Lord. Who can you share the gospel with today? Who can you share the gospel with this week? Who can you invite to church this week? As you go about your life today, as you go to work, as you go wherever you go today, as you go to the gym, as you go to school today, tomorrow, open your eyes and pray. For God to open your eyes to see the people that are there and your ears to hear what they are saying and to take what they say as an opportunity to turn the conversation toward the gospel, toward the gospel, toward Jesus, toward heaven, toward salvation, an invitation to church.
If you can talk about your grandkids, if you can talk about Clemson Tigers or South Carolina Gamecocks, if you can talk about your health and your doctor visits, if you can talk about geometry, if you can talk about anything, you can talk about your boyfriend and your girlfriend, you can talk about your marriage, you can you talk about you talk about what's going on in politics, you talk about what's going on in the world. If you can talk about any of that, you can open your mouth. Talk about Jesus if you choose to. Yes, you can. Do it today. Do it tomorrow. Be an instrument in the hand of God. Hey, God bless you. Tomorrow we'll be in Psalm 119. Psalm 119 starting at, let me look it up here for you. Verse 113, Psalm 119, verse 113. That's tomorrow. But before then, talk to somebody about Jesus. God bless you. I'll see you then.